Welcome back to the Receding Hairlines Podcast, a mostly sports podcast from three guys who enjoy barbershop debates and analytics. It feels like it's been like six weeks, you guys. I uh, I go by Sarge, and I just broke my leg in three places. Shout out to Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, I'm much, I don't even have to respond to that. <laughs> uh, Fable, when I thought that was a real thing at first, I was like, damn, like, you really broke your leg? No, no, you're the only one with crazy stories about breaking bones and laying down in the middle of Macy's and like breaking your neck during sex. Like, I that is actually your domain. So, shout out to Fabian. And, and Yo, so I was like, wow, damn, that sucks. But then you're like, I'm going to the NCAA tournament on Sunday. So, I was like, it can't be true. <laughs> then that's just a really fucked up joke. I mean, <laughs> wait, was that a was that a segue right off segue? the bat to talk yeah, about yeah. talk about March Madness? Okay, I'm so I'm so out of practice. I don't even know a segue. Yeah, I don't even know a segue anymore. <laughs> Has that ever been done before? Intro segue. I think that is the record for the for the quickest segue in podcast yeah. history. Now I thought it's been two weeks. I thought we'd all be rusty and out of practice. Hutch is out here. Still just working out with the A-plus game. You know what I'm saying? Out here like Hoodie Hutch, like Hoodie Mellow and shit with the segues. Don't ever, <laughs> ever compare me to Mellow. <laughs> ever. Not even, not even Hoodie Mellow? No, absolutely not. I mean, Hoodie Mellow was dope. I, look, even I, even I was Do you know how I hated on it? I was like, I was like, y'all do know that he's going to suck this year, right? They're like, oh, but he looks so good. I'm like, yes, he's wearing a hoodie. He's playing against people that are not playing defense. <laughs> Yo, but Yo, if those... you could do it in a hoodie, imagine what you could do in like a jersey. Exactly. It's like yeah, a batting donut. absolutely nothing. It's like a batting donut. You know what I'm saying? Some jump shots get even further out. Even I more mid range. Yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes in batting practice, you out here just hit 500-foot home runs. Imagine <laughs> what you do in a real game, right? Same logic? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If I saw if I saw Zion, if, imagine if Zion Williamson was playing and he was doing everything he was doing except he was doing it in a three piece suit with the vest, <laughs> with like a button. You'd be like, you would definitely be like, this guy's gonna be even better in the pros. Like, you can't wear a suit. He's gonna be in shorts <laughs> and a tank top. So it's <laughs> it's kind of the same logic. <laughs> No, I, I don't even know how to react to that. Like, what? Where were you? Yo, where did you start off with that, and where did you end with that? Because I was saying, like, like how Mello had the hoodie, and thus <laughs> we were saying <laughs> that yo, he was going to be even better you, on the court. Yeah, I don't know. It made sense. Uh, yo, you took that down the yellow brick road. Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, sure, okay. I'm just saying. Now I'm just picturing Zion the three piece suit doing tip tucks and uh, with like a briefcase. And and uh, there's a perfect segue into March Madness. So uh, this weekend, first of all, did y'all fill out brackets? I think that is the the key question that everybody has to ask this time of year. I, I, I mean, I did. I couldn't tell you who I picked. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I don't, nobody. There's. We're not gonna do bracket talk for real, but. I am curious, do y'all do like multiple or just like one? Because I have a strong rule that it's just one bracket, you pick who you pick, and that's it. But I feel like there's two kind of people in there. I mean, I did one just because I had, heading into March Madness, I had back-to-back bachelor party weekends, so man, the funds were low. (laughs) (laughs) I may not make my next credit payment, but I wanted to at least get one bracket in. But your Instagram is popping, though. I will say that. That's true. 
Who was out there just like cutting full promo videos in uh, Colombia? What, what was sh- the deal with that? Sh- sh- to, shout out to Roberto Scuzz uh, in the <laughs> A- 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 <laughs> Media Network at, at the one on IG. But nah, he would like literally, honestly, every time we were trying to go out at night, he'd be mad late and everybody would be yelling at him. But then it would result in a fire ass IG video because he spent all his time editing when we weren't out. So. A fire as I was like, God damn! Who did this man have filters, transitions? Like, what did he did he bring a whole like? I don't what what is what do you even cut a video in on a Mac? I don't even know what the program is. I I wouldn't even I couldn't even begin to tell you. iMovie? I don't but, know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can do various things. You can do like on an iPhone, you can do like iShot. You can do there's a couple of various things you can do. I gotta um, check I that out. I just I'm gonna film my uh, my my commute into work one day but like i, I feel like that the way... look like <laughs> like like fast and the furious <laughs> i don't know those shits were dope yo joe english just dropped javel mcgee but anyway wait, wait who who joe ingles yeah wow my brain wouldn't even like compute that that's crazy <laughs> joe ingles does look like a plumber I mean, I saw Joe. Come on now. I saw Joe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but back to your question about brackets. So I did one, but I mean, I, I'm at the point where I don't care because I root for upsets anyway. Yeah. So for me to be irrationally upset about something I don't actually know what's going to happen seems kind of stupid to me. Um. I well, do feel that, like I that a- does surprise me, though, because you, I mean, I feel like you had strong opinions about, like, very yeah, mid-major yeah. teams, and yeah, you struck me as somebody who would, like, have a whole, have it all played out and be like, well, Murray State's going to win by 12 because, you know, the uh, their, their points per possession, like, I, I would have thought you'd have had it all broken down. Yeah, but I'm not trying to do that for, like, 63 games, and, like, if one, <laughs> like, you know, like, the one chain. Like the one link in the chain falls apart, like <laughs> yeah, I'm then... get really upset. So why do that? <laughs> but I do feel like I've grown a bit because now I actually call it March Madness. I used to hate when people called it that. What, I mean, that's what, what it is. It? What is it? No, what? it's not. It's the NCAA tournament. Oh my god! What a that's why I said hipster. Man. See, I told you I thought I grew, and I was trying to show show that growth, but y'all just brought like that brought that out. I thought you were gonna call it like Mad Marchness or something like one no, of those. No, no, no. It's the dad like it's the it's the 2019 NCAA tournament. You're literally the worst person. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I know what I am. At least I'm not pretending. That's true. Living your truth. Living your your horrible, annoying truth, Hutch. I mean, it's fine. You uh, you live and you learn, right? I mean, if nothing else, just in homage of the greatest song ever penned. And, and record it in a booth, you got to call it March Madness. So, okay, do we really want to do this right now? What? I feel like this song's quite overrated. You're ridiculous. Yep, yep. You're yep, ridiculous. Yep, 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 yep. You're both ridiculous. It's Now, I will say this. In in the sense I that... Future, future as a whole is overrated. But... Yo, he's so overrated. He's so right. overrated. March Madness is dope. Because, but but I will say it, it it is a car that excuse me it's a song that's designed for the car or like the club at like 12 12 48 you know a.m. like it, it is a situational song but when you're so, in that situation though 
it's the hottest thing ever. So it's basically any other future song. Okay, that's fair. But that, you know, it's better than... Well, no, what was the one... For, uh, fuck up some commas. Like, like, I put it above that, you know. There's there's a pecking order. Like, you, I can't tell you the last future like song or mixtape I checked for. I'm just like, okay, you heard them once, they all sound the same. Now, if he did a feature, I'm like, I could, I, could, I, could, I could mess with the features. The features, you know him doing a hook, I'm cool. No, no, actually, he, I'm off of future features after. No, that, was, that was fire. That, 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 was that was fire. That was fire. That was fire. <laughs> Get out of here. Fire. He ruined, he ruined a he great a Grammy song. for that. He got he a ruined. Grammy for that. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I thought, thought we've been he got an Oscar for that, too. <laughs> Yo, he almost has the EGOT. He already has the, yeah. he has the Oscar. He has the Grammy. Halfway home. He, I think he has an Emmy too. Future. Do daytime Emmys count for EGOTs? I don't actually know. But yeah, I mean, daytime you know, Emmys. Yeah, but he won for Green Book. Okay. He, but he won for Green Book. Best supporting actor. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Yo, he's Marshall, Marshall Ali. I, oh, I know what you were saying. I just mean, what? Why would you say it? That's because I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> what do you want me to do? He doesn't look like Marshall Ali. Yeah, at all. At all. <laughs> he looks like Meryl Streep. Is who he looks like. <laughs> I know you've seen that side by side. Oh, I forgot. Hutch doesn't like memes because he's a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he does like Marvel Street whole shit. <laughs> I have seen that meme, but I never really like. I never like looked at it like. Okay, oh, shit. he does look like her. He looks like Meryl Street. So see, I'm sorry. I we had to put that Marshall Ali business to bed. Why? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he's a better rapper in the future. Oh well, I mean, you've heard it. You've heard Mahershala. Spit bars, yes. You you heard that song? No, nah, what song? Oh my god, I gotta send you guys this. Mahersha Ali had a had a rap song come out uh right around the time that Max Kellerman's um rap song came out. Uh when did Max Kellerman have a, have a rap song? Oh you guys, you where man, where you guys been? I mean, Fable, you've been raising kids, I guess, but as soon as I find this, I will text it to you. I'm gonna Bring this show to a crashing halt. Okay, what the fuck is this picture? <laughs> I mean, that's what rappers used to look like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> nah, man. They both they both have that sound of like rapidy rap. <laughs> Why are you co-signing that? I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what they sound like. <laughs> I see this is going off the rails really fast tonight. Oh, 
very quickly. He looks like the bad guy in that movie, 187. Wait, why was he rapping? Why, like, what was, is he trying to be a rapper? Like, what? Well, it's, this is, <laughs> I think they're both from the 90s. The Kellerman one is from 94. So, I, you know, I just think they were trying stuff out. Like, Marky Mark was a rapper, you know? I think everybody just kind of felt like that was the easiest way to get on, I guess. Did he lose a bet? Sounds like it, doesn't it? Rehearsal <laughs> like... goes by Prince Ali. Oh, I did know that. <laughs> Yo, uh, my daughter, she, you know, she loves Aladdin. She watches that movie a lot. And we were coming from the airport uh, a few weeks ago. And we had the, it was like some, some parking spot we parked in, whatever, the dude picked us up to drive us back to our car. And he was of, uh, oh, oh no. Some sort of Middle Eastern descent, perhaps, we'll say. Yeah, that's, that's safe. And he was playing, let's say, traditional music in his, <laughs> in his vehicle. And my daughter started to scream Aladdin and refer to him as Aladdin. Oh. <laughs> I knew where I was going. I knew very much where I was going. And I had to ask her to please be quiet and don't say that so loudly. Before we get... I'll say put out this car. Uh, <laughs> very delicate conversation right now. Yeah. Uh, so, Ken, are you going to... Let me say, are you excited for the new live-action Aladdin with the blue Will Smith? And follow-up question, are you going to watch it because of your daughter? It looks terrible. I showed my daughter the trailer. She didn't understand what was happening. Okay, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, Aladdin, like... Animated Aladdin is a classic. Like that's it. We can we just leave? Can we just leave well enough alone, Hollywood? Yeah. It's just is he's just too well Smith. Like he's literally he's just the fresh plate. <laughs> he did that. It was just too much. I mean, it's kind of like how Vince Vaughn is just always the same guy. Will Smith is just like here I go as a genie. Here I am <laughs> as a as a relationship counselor. Like. <laughs> Did y'all see? Uh, did y'all see Bright? Nah. What's that? That's Why, when you watched that. I started it. Um, <laughs> I couldn't finish it though. I, I got about twenty minutes in. Uh, Hutch Bright is Will Smith's Netflix feature film where he is uh, a cop. It's kind of like Crash, I guess, where they're trying to teach about racial injustice. Except it's not white people and black people. It is Will Smith and like ogres and like gargoyles and like pixies so it's just but they're like everybody's dead serious like it's not ironic at all and it's like you can't bring an ewok in here with this ogre and then like they're trying to fight crime together it's um it's really bad so i don't have to uh leave my boycott of will smith movies <laughs> no oh, great. no god I'm no. Cr- this I'm if anybody boycotting him if anything, you should boycott him more because of Bright. It was, it was, so it was, it went, it went viral for being so bad. But then I actually have a theory that Netflix cannot tell when you're hate watching something versus when you're actually enjoying it. So I think they just don't care. I they guess care. <laughs> maybe they're just like engagement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they just kept serving it up and then it went more and more viral. And, but it was just everybody hated it. The last two times I saw um, Will Smith movies, I got irrationally upset. 
because he ruined one of the greatest movies. I thought like he ruined one of the greatest movies ever. Uh, Which was... So the first thirty minutes of Hancock were by far some of the best cine- cinematography I ever saw in my life. Was what like, a man. drunk, a drunk superhero! <laughs> he was so angry. I was like, "Yo, this is great!" And then he like came to like an epiphany. I was like, "Yo, this is so boring now. What am I watching?" <laughs> that hutch, that is the perfect hutch reaction to that movie, oh, yeah. which is um, like, and then you then saw it now. reverse of everybody else. Yeah, in seven pounds, I was like, yo, this is boring. I'm walking out. I never saw that. Yeah, it was so bad. I hated it so much. He, was that the one where he was, like, dead or something? He was talking yeah. to people? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I love I boiling I... down complex movies that people spend hours putting together into just one sentence of, like, wasn't he dead? Like, that's whack. Yeah, I decided I was out on uh, Will Smith after that. Damn. You need fair. to make it the break. I'll tell you, if you were still hanging on by a thread, Bright would do it. It was, it was really, really bad. Just so, after yeah. Earth, that shit was terrible. I, I tried to... I was out on him after that. <laughs> like, yeah, yo. I tried to watch that too. This is Earth, son. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? Tell the truth. That was uh, that was pretty unintentionally hilarious. Too. Damn, Will Smith has uh, some real stinkers out here. <laughs> thank God, thank God for his Instagram is really really saving face. I would say I hate his Instagram yeah. too, man. That shit is so fucking corny. <laughs> but it's not. It's God, not. I love, I love his Instagram. I think it's just hilarious. <laughs> now, Instagram when you say hilarious, amazing. what do you mean, Huck? Huh? Because like. I, I've always loved his personality, so, like, I just generally find his stupidity, like, his silliness to be, like, endearing and fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So you really love his Instagram. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I love Will Smith, man. Yeah. What? No, I like, I mean, I'm I'm in, too. I'm in on Will Smith, the guy. I'm just, I'm just not, which, which is probably why I was so blinded to his incredibly bad movie career that we just uh, chronicled right here. All right. So. I, like, I don't, like, yo. When he came through with uh, on the Jake, when when he came on his son's remix, I was with that too. Like, yo, I love Will Smith. <laughs> Boy. Let me say though, as much as we're this is turned into a Will Smith love fest, the the funniest Will Smith reference I've ever seen in my life is uh, Family Guy, where he oh was rapping without cursing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Someone it just a... clean that floor. Say ho! <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That was oh, amazing. Yeah, that was great. I'm definitely putting that in in its entirety into this episode. Woo! <laughs> 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 I respect women when I'm on a date. I take them to the park or maybe a museum, and I only try to kiss them if they're ready. Woohoo! What, what, what? What is it? What, what? Help out your mom and dad by getting a job so you can help pay for school supplies. Woohoo! Say ho! Wipe your shoes on the mat when you come in the house. Someone just clean that floor. Woohoo! Say what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he ever wants to go Some like... Some yeah, by getting the job. No, okay, it's all coming back now. It's all coming back. <laughs> Yo, we ever want to go like like to go like big time? We'd have so many rights issues. Yeah, well, you know, I figure <laughs> I'll get that out the way now. Because <laughs> you um, did right. Uh, so back to the, to, to the NCAA tournaments. How? Yeah, okay, so like, one theory, one theory I read about the tournament, and you know more about college basketball. 
But basically, it's like the idea the committee's too good at seating now, so there's no more upsets. Does that make sense to you? I It makes sense to me because I feel like in years past, Buffalo would never have even been a six. Like, I feel like they always disrespected the the mid-major schools, even though, even when they were ranked. Because I remember George Washington was like 30 and one one year and they got like a nine seed. So I I I don't without looking deeply into it I I would tend to agree. Um, I think they did. They got they got the top like three seat like the top three round like rows relatively right. Mm-hmm. I just think it was this has been a year where like the top like like there was a level of like uh disparity between like the haves and have nots. Because like, but I and also I would need to see like another year just to like actually confirm that they've actually gotten good at it. Because yeah, this is fair. very much an anomaly. That's fair. And even that said, three twelves did beat five seeds, so it wasn't like there were no upsets. But yeah, I mean now the Sweet Sixteen is like all one through what one through four, except for two seeds or something. Two two teams, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's. Because Auburn is a five and Oregon is a twelve, and I think everybody else is one through four. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean to be honest, if you think about it, that that actually makes it that makes this weekend, upcoming weekend, better. Yeah. Because you're not getting a Whoa. number eight seed versus a number thirteen seed, and it's like, yo, this is unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. Like last week's tournament was kind of like the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight were kind of unwatchable because you had like. Michigan versus Florida State, Loyola Chicago versus Nevada. It was just a bunch of games where it's just like, okay, the, one of these teams is clearly outmatched. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. That's true. I think like, there's there is something to give me all, all the upsets except once we get to the Sweet Sixteen, like just give me good teams against each yeah. other. Yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm I'm fine with this. Like these matchups this weekend, I'm like I'm excited. Sadly, the game I'm most excited about is probably going to be like a 55 to 50 game. Well, uh, which one is that? Virginia Texas versus Tech. who? No, Texas Tech versus uh, Michigan. Oh, you think so? Oh, I know so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I thought Michigan could score. Is, is Texas Michigan Tech can't score. All right. Michigan score. You have the number one defense versus the number two defense in the nation with a week to prepare against each other. Well, only one team has John Teske. AKA, you know, the great white hope. So I'm looking to him to you go. To go he said that there. name. I don't know who that is, but immediately I was like, Yo, this guy sounds like he's a coach on the floor. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's, I wouldn't call him coach on the floor only because he's a seven footer. And I okay. feel like coach on the floor is typically a white guard or maybe yeah. wing in the case of Gordon Hayward. <laughs> no, so the coach on your floor, you realize that you have a six foot point guard that can't shoot. And just literally has to throw hook. He throws hook shots. Yeah, he uh, really does. He, he really that's hard he to watch. Hook shots. Wait, <laughs> and you think that you I'm think sorry, that's gonna be a high scoring game? There's a point okay. guard whose offense <laughs> is hook, hook shot based. Yo, it's his best move. Like his finish, his signature move is just being able to throw up a hook shot. It'll go in pretty. Like he's pretty efficient at it. But yeah, he's like he's like the blacker, very short Chris Lang from uh, UNC fame. That dude. He had one move, and it was the jump hook, little baby hook. That was. Do you remember that dude? No, no. Oh, like, oh goddamn! When it. you went with that, I was like, "You lost me here." I thought, I thought UNC maybe it's for because I'm from Virginia, but I thought, I thought these UNC dudes were uh, 
Like Eric Montross. You remember him, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah. Sale was like right after him. Yo, I was not watching college basketball in 1995. Well, why not? <laughs> I was six. <laughs> you didn't you I, weren't thinking ahead to this podcast like i was man you, you, not you know. a, i could i could remember the first time i watched college basketball it was the year that st john's went to the lead eight was that felipe lopez or well, i don't even nah, know it was run our test and levar postel and eric, uh, eric barkley and they lost the. i remember they lost to michael red man i thought scooney pin was going to be a problem in the league i thought he was going to be like the next penny hardaway until you realize he was like five eight. <laughs> no, I mean you know because to your point, like I was super young, so I was like, oh, Ohio State is good. Scooney Penn is better than Michael Red, so if so facto, Scooney Penn is gonna be you know he's gonna he's about to tear up the league. I wasn't like breaking it down in terms of like, <laughs> you know, well, is he does he have you know elite burst at the next level? Like I was eleven, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I get, no, no. I'm just saying like. Now that you look back. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. Hey, speak, speaking of uh, Penny Hardaway's Magic, did you, did you guys see the thing? Basically, the Magic can't retire Penny's jersey because they waited too long, and T-Mac also wore number one, so oh, it's like it. Oh, <laughs> so it's the issue of, like, they'd have to have, like, a joint retirement day not to offend both people, and no one wants to do a joint retirement jersey. Yeah, Paul Pierce taught us that. You do not share your retirement day. You do not share your uh, tribute video day. <laughs> Damn. I guess what what do you do? No, here's what you do. I got it. I got the workaround. You retire little Penny's jersey, the one half, and you just bring <laughs> Penny out. You put the half in the rafters, and it still says Penny, and then you retire McGrady with the number one. Boom. Solved it. Penny's the team leader, but I'm the choreographer for the Magic Dance. Nah, you 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 retire Penny's jersey, and I mean, I like what is T-Mac going into the Hall of Fame as? I don't think the NBA does teams. It's just you just get a bust. Oh, because I'm about to say like if he's going in as a rocket, then shit. Then let them retire it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. But why can't like literally just retire retire whoever goes in the Hall of Fame first? Is Penny not in? Nah, I don't think so. Oh. Um, I don't think yeah, Penny probably shouldn't be in. Yeah, yeah good. good. Penny much. should be in. I think so. Yeah, well, he should be in because the NBA Hall of Fame Hall of Fame is weak. I mean, do you you think he has a strong case, like slam dunk case? Uh, you do forget that this man was like a legend in college too. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yo, people don't get drafted number three from Memphis in the early '90s like that. Unless I mean like, that that was back when it was Memphis State too. Yeah, like, that was way back. <laughs> Think okay, about yeah, he was 23, 9, and 6 as a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good guy. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and 17, 7, and 6 as a freshman, so yeah. That is crazy. I couldn't even imagine that, man. And he got robbed. He got shot. Really? Wait. Yeah. He I gonna play never his, did that. He couldn't play his freshman year. Oh, that's why he was a 20-year-old freshman. Hardaway had to sit. I remember he was academically ineligible. I think that was kind of like the the plot behind blue blue chips and stuff, remember? Mm, yeah, sure, sure. That's a yeah. classic. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad Will members. Smith wasn't in that movie. <laughs> Yo, you know what's really funny? Penny Hardaway has as many All NBA First Team teams as Dwayne Wade. I knew you were gonna say Dwayne Wade. 
Did you listen to that Zach Lowe podcast? Thing yeah. Too? I was like, oh. Wait, what was, the, what was the premise of the pod? I haven't caught up yet. They were talking about uh, a Dirk versus a Dirk slash D Wade article that Howard Beck wrote. But they mentioned the fact that, like, D Wade is, you know, let's say he's like the third or fourth best shooting guard of all time. And he only has two first team all NBAs. Mm-hmm. And they were just all gobbled up by Kobe, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and, much. like, probably Chris Paul. Yeah. I don't know if Jason Kidd was still getting him at that point. So from 03 to, I guess, the end of his prime would have been, like, what, 2015, something like that? 2011? Yeah. 2012? Yeah, 2012. 12? the best? Yeah. 2012? Really? Because I thought he was still – because he was winning chips with LeBron from, like – was, was he getting dragged to the chip. I guess. I, man, I definitely – my memory definitely smoothed that over, where it was just like, yeah, both of them were – Really good. And he was really good the first year and then after that it was like injuries and shit. Yeah. Was he even on the heat in twenty fifteen? Oh, I don't know. I was just trying to think the end of the big three in the yeah. yeah. He was on the heat in twenty fifteen. That was when he did he purple shirt dude, uh, with the with the Hornets, I guess. Are you sure about that? He left after twenty sixteen. Really? Wow. He's been on a lot of teams and not a lot of time. Remember when this year started and people were like, oh, oh, Dwayne Wade learned how to shoot. I feel like you said that. Oh, okay. That was fateful. Okay. I was like, like, wait, we talked about that here. Yeah. He's still 33%. 33% is pretty good for him. It's his career high by by a mile. That's not good, though. (laughs) I mean, one one last dance and watch them not make the playoffs. I saw something on 538 was saying they have, like, the second best odds to make it. It's supposed to be like Detroit, them, and then Orlando, I think. By, by the odds. I mean, not to be mean, but I don't really want to watch that uh, Nobody Orlando does. team. I don't want to watch that Orlando team. I'm glad they're they're finally going to make the playoffs, though, because it's just it's been really sad to watch them be in the lottery for like 12 years and just like not matter and never get guy. And like, I, I, I want them to matter. Just because, like, why are you? Wasting my time otherwise, you know? Uh, you won't get this reference, Fabian. But, Joe, I was listening to a podcast today, and they're like, Florida State is the Orlando Magic of college basketball. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole bunch of tall guys that can take a whole bunch of dribbles and get right. nowhere. <laughs> that I mean, I feel like they got two guys from Florida State, or maybe just one. They got. They definitely have at least one. But, like, I watch every time I watch Florida State, and I watch, like I get it. But when I watch Orlando, I'm just like, yeah, I really decided not to get a point guard this year. That was your like your idea. Said so we're going with DJ Augustine and Jerry and Grant. <laughs> and now they got Michael Carter Williams, right? Yes, they do. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Didn't he get like a tech or something? Or he no, he beat the Sixers like um, a couple of days ago. I mean, that's just a revenge game, man. That's all that is. Throw the records out when Michael Carter Williams plays against the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> and they got Markel Fultz. Don't forget, don't forget they got they've already drafted the future at point guard. They they traded for him. Number one pick. Now you're right. You're very right. <laughs> I love just that that pause was like, mm, yeah. I can't say you're lying, but also no. Absolutely. Um I've also I'm gonna admit this. 
I've started to get really irrational. Like, I'm really mad about the fact that they changed the lottery odds. Yep. You know, yeah. like, it's pissing me off. It's like, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's so it's so fucking stupid. Like, why is this shit so flat? I feel Stop. like the next I feel like the next step for you guys right around mid April is to really throw yourself into John Morant and be like, actually, no, that's never happening for me. <laughs> that's not happening for me. I already started. I was like, yo, you know, if we don't get Zion, like John Morant, you know, <laughs> he might be De'Aaron Fox. Who knows? Might be De'Aaron Fox, man. But like, if you were to if you were to sell yourself that, um, not. Like a year ago, like this time last year, like yo, we can get De'Aaron Fox the number two pick in the draft. He'd probably like shoot me down. Yeah, but now De'Aaron Fox is good. We will see. Man, I just did the Tankathon lottery again, which we're going to do once a podcast until the no. lottery comes out. No, I'm going to do. It. Excuse me. Uh, no. Next to Cameron, so I'm sorry. I'll just get off this page. We got the number one pick when you did it. No, I only did it once. I, oh, you got the uh, fifth pick. Oh yeah, Cam Reddish. Oh no. Are y'all have y'all have you guys not come around on on the other two guys at all? I, I feel like Fabian, you were talking about R.J. Barrett was decent. No, I, that was me. Okay, that I, was I, me. Clearly, I just confused you guys. My bad. Damn. They keep this straight. Um, I can tell you who I have not come around on, and I will not come around on. Cam Reddish. Who would you Who would you rather have, Cam Reddish or R.J. R.J. Barrett? You know why? Because at least I know if R.J. Barrett went to the rim, there's a chance that he actually might finish the basket. Okay, seems like fair criticism. Yeah, like, like you can't you can't be six nine and get to the rim and like look so bad. Is there a history of guys like getting better at that? No. Yeah. No. Is that like is that like one the of those indicator type stats? The worst I've ever seen is Shump. Um. So like like. Like the person that was just as bad as him was Stanley Johnson. Mm. Okay. I, well, as a Pistons fan, I could tell you how how, <laughs> how that how that ends. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. And Stanley Johnson is infinitely more athletic than he is. I don't know. I thought he'd be good. I thought he. I thought he'd figure it out or something. No, because people see him. People see him and like like his lift and everything, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yo, he looks like the next Paul George." And it's like. I'm not sure. I've seen, I've seen Cam Reddish dunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like you, you say, I want to be like, I want to be like, get the fuck out of here. But it's like, mm, actually, no, I don't think so either. Kind of wild. Yeah, like it's kind of. He's not. He's not. He's six nine. <laughs> he's like he's six nine. Like Rip Hamilton was six seven, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. Cam is Cam is tall. No, but I'm saying Rip Hamilton was six seven. He just didn't no. play like it at all. There's, there's no way Rip Hamilton was six seven. He's six seven. No, he's not. I, listen, who who would have paid more attention to this over time? Me, the Probably. Pistons fan, or are you the guy who couldn't give two craps about Rip Hamilton? Rich, he's six six. I thought he was like six five. I don't know six, he's six seven, man. Wikipedia says six seven. Boom. That's the reference says six six. That's interesting. Either way, I'm right. So yeah, yeah, are you that? So Cam Reddish is. I feel like Cam Reddish has that kind of height where you're like, wait, really? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yo, you did. I was like, wait, Rip Hamilton. I could swear Rip Hamilton was like 
Ray Allen size. <laughs> he just, I mean, he just didn't play like it. He was just running around screens and wearing masks. Like, I feel like that he was just Yo, content to do that. Could you imagine how good he would have been if he had taken two steps back? Oh, my God. <laughs> He'd be Steph Curry. <laughs> like, <laughs> man was shooting like 41% from three, but you only take one a game. <laughs> it just wasn't it's hard to watch old basketball now man just like yep. feeding the post and everybody just going to one side it's basically how the rockets play i guess but it's hard to watch that now yeah it's just funny how fast that changed it's i think the funniest part is like they're like oh rip hamilton's our spacer and it's like what was he spacing right <laughs> like 19 feet away from the basket at all times rip hamilton in 2006, he shot 46% from three, but only took 1.5 a game. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody ever brought it up. Nobody. It just it just wasn't even a part of the basketball conversation, you know? Was Larry, Bra- Larry Brown was even coaching that. So you can't even like say, like, oh, it was Larry Brown. Because I'm pretty sure Larry Brown was going by that. Because Larry uh, Brown's coaching the Knicks by that point, right? After so, everyone coaching oh four for sure. One of the two. Really good then, site, by the way, is uh, if you look at Rip Hamilton like as a rookie in like a Wizards jersey, he's swimming in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that like how Kobe used to wear his joint. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, I was uh, I saw Steph Curry in his rookie year jersey, oh, and that God, was yeah, yeah, <laughs> the old Warriors <laughs> joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm like, is it? Is this the cut? Like, what? Why, why does that look that way? And it, again, it was just super normal. That that's how jerseys look. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here. Do y'all remember the one year when Nike decided to make super tight tops for their jerseys and super yep. baggy shorts? Yep. <laughs> yep. What was that? What were we doing? <laughs> That now I'll say that was one trend that looked ridiculous then. That was like, no, y'all Nike, y'all are y'all are y'all are doing too much. There you go. That's what the kids say. Nope, I remember that. I remember those days. Yeah, opening day tomorrow, Aaron Judge winning the MVP. I'm going with Mike Trout. Aaron Judge is winning the MVP. I guarantee it. I think Mike Trout is now that he's got his contract he's gonna get super lazy and treat it like a destination and stop running out ground balls wait no oh sorry he's not he's not latino or black so never mind yeah 420 million dollars is so much money by the way (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's really all you could say about it is it's like on the one hand you know i'm like by all the kind of analytics he deserves it but on the other hand, it's like, yo, that's a lot of fucking money, though. Like, 420 without almost, an endorsement. Um, and does he even have endorsements? Like, I don't yeah, think I've Subway. ever... Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? I think I, I think I remember that. He's got... Yeah, that's the only thing he's got, I think. Yeah, it was like it was like him and Ryan Howard. <laughs> that's the name that's a blast from the past right. Ryan Howard. Yo, but, I'll um, never forget Ryan Howard took a strike looking to end the World Series and I, I, I'm not even a baseball fan like that but I, I couldn't respect him anymore I mean Carlos Beltran did in game 7 of the yeah, NLC. NLC, yeah. I don't respect him either I man that like, you, just, you Yo, can't get serious looking man I mean you know sometimes you decide you're not about that life 
I guess so. I guess so. I have two things I want to touch really fast. What's up? So Tim Hardaway, you heard Tim mm. Hardaway talking about uh, him and his anti-gay rants. Yeah. 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 It, it it might be true because there's a lot of really mediocre NBA players that are. Well, wait, can we can we set the table real quick because that is one hell of a way to intro that story and just move on. <laughs> uh, so well, that's, that's that's normally what you do. That's normally what you do. <laughs> so, so Tim Hardaway in like 1997 or something, like a long time ago. It was, it was like 2007. Okay, 2007. Still a long time ago. Back back when men were men, you could say things like that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, back <laughs> uh, a long time ago, Tim Hardaway was on on the radio and basically said that he hated gay people. And I actually don't remember the context of why he said that, but I do remember that the interviewer Dan Levitar was like, "Uh, surely you don't mean you hate gay people." And he was like, mm, "Yeah, yeah, I hate him. Yeah, I hate him." So obviously, this got him blackballed from everything. Um, but since then, he, he has didn't get a black ball because he was definitely an assistant coach for uh, your team. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. No? Good yeah he was the Pistons' assistant. Yeah, he was. I don't remember that. He came in the game, he was watching Tim Hardaway Jr., and they had a shot at him in the stands. I don't remember that. All right, so well, point I mean, being, but that was he's worked his like, way back in the good graces. For a period. He yeah, he's he's donated to LGBT causes. He's spoken on behalf of. He's, he's really done the work uh, since then. Since being blackballed. But uh, as Hutch was bringing up, he recently came out and said that he's not in the Hall of Fame because of those comments from way back when. So sorry, Hutch, to, to totally uh, break your point up with 90 seconds of nothingness. But where, where you feel like he should be in and do you think he's actually being blackballed? Um, yeah, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame just because. You're not talking about the 90s without, like, Run TMC. That's fair. And, and even, like, the late two, that 90s with, like, that Heat team and the Texas two-step. Like, he has so many, like, he had so many contributions to, like, basketball culture. More so than, like, I know Mitch Richmond's in the Hall of Fame. And I just think yeah. he's, like, the most mediocre um, person I, ever. You know, people were saying this, just this week, Mitch Richmond came up. And people were saying he was unquestionably the number yeah. two. Yeah guard of the 90s and i i just i wasn't old enough or like aware enough to really remember that i don't think that was the case at yeah, all. i don't i don't think so either because that would be over who like a reggie miller uh ray drexler. allen came in drexler yeah 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 i don't know about that one um yeah I, you know i i hear you on the on the culture stuff but i i just want to know what were his raw numbers you know like the the I feel like you you gotta have the numbers to at least justify it, and then and then after that we can talk about impact if your numbers are kind of on the uh, on on eight, the line. Eighteen and eight. Eighteen and eight career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Plus the Texas two step, which I do remember from old Sega Genesis days. Five time All Star. Five-time All NBA. Damn. Wait, what was the? What was the? Uh, you had All a right. point though. Right? It was that breathing, bro. Wait. What was your second point? You had two points. You said five-time All Star, five-time All NBA. Yeah. 
I'm seeing oh one was all rookie. Okay. So yeah, yeah, six all league awards. Yeah, one first team, two, three seconds, and a third. That man, he should be in the he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good call, Hutch. And my second thing was uh you know the the new uh AFF, whatever they want to call it, is already about to close. Yeah, did, Wait, I, why? So, I saw a headline and they said they needed NFLPA support to 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 exist, but I don't. Did you actually read into it? Yeah, basically, they're running out of money. <laughs> they want like they they're like the quality of players. They thought that they'd be able to pretty much get like practice practice squad and rookies mm-hmm. to for like to fill like out the like the talent. And the NFL's like the NFLPA is like no. Oh, if you play in there, you're you're not playing in in the in the NFL. Yeah. What if you get hurt? It's like, what if you get hurt? Yeah. I mean, the crazy so, thing is, we're gonna get two more leagues, right? Yeah, but the XFL is actually planned. Like they're planning theirs. They didn't like rush theirs out, which is weird because <laughs> Vince McMahon's behind it. Yeah. And secondly, and probably most importantly, how rich do you have to really be? This like. You three hundred million dollars. You just let it go down the drain, and just you're fine with that. Yeah, that's good. I thought I thought AAF was getting picked up by more networks, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I they guess... had that big first weekend, but yeah, they had I mean, they had a good PR machine because I definitely was like, oh, they're doing fine. I guess they were I, just on TNT. I actually thought about watching it, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm really not going to do that. I did check the stats to see if my my guy Johnny Manziel uh, played well. He did not, just so you know. Yeah, he too. got he, he he actually managed to get benched twice in the same game. So not not looking good for old Johnny Football. So yeah, I guess on that note. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know like, what's the most absurd like like investment you think that you could make without with knowing the fact that you probably not get anything back on it. So I think that's wild. This time I put a bunch of money into Bitcoin. Are you serious? I mean, I pulled it out before it completely crashed, but I some money was lost. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Uh, I tried to become a, a professional DFS player. Oh, yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just wasted a bunch of money in undergrad on shady uh, online betting, like the pre-DFS. Where it's just you keep sending money and you never actually get money out, but you keep sending money and you you're winning some bets. So it's like okay, I'm winning, but I've never actually extracted any money out of this account. So it was just a money money pit. No, my issue was that I would do so well in college football, and then do so poorly in NFL. It just became a net zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and like smart me would have been like, yo, just focus on the one thing you know really well. Yeah. But no, I was like, I can do it at all. Yeah, you were like, no, nah, man, it's all the same players. College players become pro. I know this. I know this. <laughs> no, just, it was the million-dollar prizes. I was like, I'm about to win a million dollars. You thought you about to be holding that big check? Yeah, man. I thought I was. <laughs> Safe to say I did not. Damn. Well, yeah, you out here with us on this yeah, podcast. Man. making no money. All right, well, <laughs> well, we're working on it. <laughs> We just gotta get this. We gotta get the um, what you call the Romans? Is Romans uh sponsorship? Yeah, that's the that's the good thing is that now there's more companies, so you know we'll just 
Well, well, soon there will be a bidding war between four hymns who we've been giving it up to and Roman and I don't know. There's probably another one. Apparently a bunch of uh, middle-aged men listen to the podcast because I hear about that shit all the time. I will say, actually, now that we're at the end of the show and I can easily cut this out, um, you know, I, I've talked to, talked a lot of big shit about my hairline and uh, I have the, oh. I, I have it now Uh-oh. to where when my hair grows back, I know it's not the same, but when I cut oh. it, it, it seems it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I in for? Yeah, you got high hair. Oh, man. There's not much time left. Yeah. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is, is when you reach that point, it's, it gets kind of hard for you to tell that it's continuous progressing. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is like one day someone's going to have to tell you, like, yo, man, like, what about ball? <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn. Okay. So I need to, I need to get on that Roman now, huh? Is what you're saying. Yeah. So if you, yeah. This is due to my job, man. Like, he, I don't know if no one in his life has decided to have to talk with him, but it's like, oftentimes when I'm in his office, he's sitting down and I'm standing up and I'm just like, this is like, <laughs> you know what, you know what's going to happen for me is I'm going to go to my family reunion because my, my family has no problem just being like, Hey, you got fat or <laughs> you know what I mean? so that, that'd be a real good dose of reality. Yeah. Mm. Well, it, when I get a haircut, my haircuts are great, you know, still, but it's, I, yeah. I know it's not the same when it grows back. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Receding Hairlines podcast. That was a lot of fun. We back. Episodes are soon to be available on Apple, Spotify, Google. I know your, I know your subscriptions lapsed, so go ahead and hit start downloading again. Then scroll down and rate us. Then scroll down and review us. Because we back. Not like my hairline. Um, I think that's all I got, guys. Anything else? Go Yankees! Oh yeah, Ooh. we're back to that. Yeah, we're yeah, back man. to that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, all right, great. there it is. To be-